Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. It's funny, we just finished our uh, Friday free-for-all segment, and we've talked about that before in the Friday free-for-all segment. We've talked about it, well, over the, what is it, eight years now that I've been on the air. The need to teach kids more financial literacy. Is it really up to the education system? Is it up to parents? Education Minister David Egan joins me today. Hello, Minister Egan. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. I mean, you're the education minister, so I guess I could put it to you. Is it up to schools to teach financial literacy to our young people? Well, I think so, because it provides an opportunity not just to talk about money and uh, talking about, you know, balancing your checkbook and uh, making sure you, you know, do your taxes properly and so forth. But, you know, it is also a good window into helping to teach math and the value of numbers and so forth. And so, you know, I think that we have uh, not been doing as good a job as we could in regards to financial literacy and, and the level of personal debt and so forth that we see in the province of Alberta is a reflection of perhaps how we could do better. You know, I've probably got listeners saying, wait a second, we've got a provincial government that is even having a hard time balancing its checkbook. <laughs> well, that's something different, isn't it? <laughs> okay, ba- back to the checkbook, though. We don't even have checkbooks. So is that the other issue, that we've almost got to stay ahead or at least up with technology? Well, for sure. And, uh, you know, lots of kids don't even use um uh, actual currency very often, right? And we're trading in digital units um, using our cards and so forth. And so it's very easy to lose uh, control or perspective on money. But I mean, there's certain basic things that you need to do. And quite frankly, having um, that solidity uh, in your understanding of money and making sure you keep yourself square um, really makes a big difference for not just our economy, but our society too, right? Some people, they might start the slippery slope to, um, you know, a difficult life by um, going bankrupt, Right or going so far into debt at a young age that they never get out of it. I wonder also, as much as I say, is it up to the education system to teach financial literacy? The fact that we've got a lot of parents who aren't comfortable even talking about money or yes. understanding their own relationship with money. Well, that's right. I mean, it's a multi-generational issue, right? And lots of people, yeah, conversations about money sometimes can be culturally um, um, you know, uh, awkward, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's worth bridging over all of those things for the sake of, um, of uh, a sense of uh, financial literacy. I mean, just look at the word itself, right? Literacy, you literally can read and understand the concept of money, right? Just like you, literacy for language. And, you know, we're seeing lots of uh, indicators that, um, you know, kids and young adults are just not um, having those skills. So, I mean, it's something we can turn around. It's a very practical approach. Like I say, it can give us wonderful bridges into creating meaning for mathematics in general. And uh, I think it creates some enthusiasm, too, because, um, you know, money is uh, something that people are interested in. Yeah, you get excited about money, don't you? This week, you and Finance Minister Joe Cece, you had a chance to sit down with stakeholders. Who were you talking to about this? Um, well, this week, we um, had uh, some uh, members from uh, uh, that work with immigrants. Um, we had... Um, uh, some people, representatives from post-secondary institutions, um, and we had um, 
members from the financial institutions too, from uh, credit union, service credit union, Alberta Treasury branch, uh, Canadian Western Bank, and so forth. And everybody is super jazzed about helping us with this. Um, you know, they see it from their clients, from the people that they help from their service communities around gaps in uh, financial literacy, and um, they want to help. So, I mean, what better way to build curriculum than to have uh, partnerships like this um, to uh, get lend us a hand? Ultimately, is that what we're going to see then? Maybe some changes in the K-12 curriculum that will focus on financial literacy? Absolutely. And produce and, and following it through different grade levels is important too. Like if you just have a guy in from the bank, you know, in grade nine for an hour, right? That's one thing. But if you are following through on building blocks of concepts from when kids are in like grade one to grade 12, then uh, you have a whole different thing going on, right? And yeah. so we're very excited about this. It's part of the roundtables I'm having on, um, you know, with energy, with agriculture, forestry, uh, computer coding, uh, post-secondary institutions, you know, to really build a broad uh, coalition of uh, input and support for new curriculum. And it's been going great so far. And is that also why you met with labor stakeholders? I was trying to understand your agenda that said you're going to meet with labor stakeholders. Oh, for sure. We had uh, occupational health and safety experts there. Um, We had uh, the trades, right? Talking mm-hmm. about trades and the dual credit programming that we've um, started to uh, move into more um, thoroughly and so forth. And so, uh, yeah, it was a very productive conversation um, that we had with um, uh, our labor roundtable. And so that's the idea that you hear from different sectors of our labor environment and where the needs are and what kind of students our school systems should be pumping out so that they have jobs? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's part of it too, for sure. You know, for um, for uh, uh, the future job where we can see more in a more targeted way, where there's um, uh, uh, employment and so forth. You know, so for kids can have options, quite frankly. You know, and and trying to um, you know work out the. Um, Sometimes the stigma and or uh, um, stratification you see between people that uh, go to university and then maybe choose trades, right? I mean, now, of course, you can have uh, people who go to university and then they end up with the trades because then uh, that's where you get a job. So, you know, we're just trying to uh, work in a more sophisticated way by which we modernize the curriculum. It's been more than 30 years for some of these subject areas and uh, it's high time we, uh, you know, made it better. Well, we will look forward to some of these changes then. Minister Egan, thanks so much for your time. Cheers. Thank you so much. Education Minister David Egan.